0: We're talking real money.
1: I'm an emotional creature. I am emotional. And I get emotional about a lot of things. I get emotional about uh, my my spouse, my children, the dogs, my co-host. I get emotional when good friends die, like uh, my dear friend Pat Schroeder, a former congresswoman from Colorado who just died a few days ago. I get emotional. About those things. And you know what? Getting emotional about those things is good. That is the proper use of the emotional component of human beings. Yet, there's one thing we get emotional about that we really shouldn't. And we do it way too often. And it really hurts us. And that is allowing our emotions to motivate to decide what we do with our money to make investing decisions for us. Emotions are your worst enemy when it comes to money. They are financial killers.
2: Yeah. And and by the way, you get emotional about money too. You're not going to admit it, but we all do.
1: I, I at, really, I got to tell but, you, the one area where I fight to control it the most, yeah, though, is okay. money. I,
2: you I, fight I, to control it, but sometimes you look at your bank account and go, oh, there's more than I thought, or oh, there's less. I mean, we all do that. That's okay, a, a little bit, reaction. but I don't
1: let it decide what I'm no. going to do with my money. I do not do that, absolutely, never 100%. A purchase,
2: never a purchase you made that was like, eh, No, with okay. my
1: investments. Okay, my Okay, with your
2: investments. Okay, your yes, money, because that's a big topic, the yeah, money. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You're right. Investing.
1: I should say investing. Yeah. Uh. It's as far as I can go. That's all I can control i can control it with investing and the other stuff yeah well what the that's heck? fair
2: that's fair it's only a couple of thing. bucks
1: another microphone
2: hey yeah what's another you microphone so you, yeah. you only got 19 or whatever in the studio i gotta sell today. some
1: i'm gonna have a mic- microphone sale soon i just
2: gave one away the other day to somebody in the office because they yeah, are cleaning because up the you office.
1: won't sell stuff you just yeah won't. it would require you going <sighs> online. l-a-z-y yeah
2: exactly no, how does it work the interweb how does that work uh the this is a fascinating and this is Sadly, only a a few minutes and not enough, frankly, is devoted in our industry to this. And that is exactly what you said, sort of the emotional aspect of money, how to deal with it, because your brain and Jason Zweig wrote, I think, still the best book on this. I think it's called Your Money and Your Brain. Your Money and Your Brain. Yeah. and, And very clearly points out that your brain really is working against you. You don't think it is, but it really is. And and let's go through a few of the things. This is from a New York Times piece written by Kristen Wong, I think, several weeks ago. Um, and she goes through the biases that that people face. It's fascinating. And when I read one of them, I was like, ah, that's me. Um, you know, the the present bias, right? The idea that you got to the single word might be YOLO.
1: YOLO. You only, you live, only once. live once. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Present bias poses significant challenges to saving money, saving money. Because oh, I'd rather spend I it now. I see that shiny thing. I yeah. got to have that 19th microphone because the first 18 aren't that great. Right. This one would just give me that much more. And aren't you? Wait, wait, Program note, Don is going to get voice lessons in a week. My God, talk about a guy who doesn't need voice lessons, but that's a whole other topic. I get
1: coached constantly. (laughs) I I have my voice coached all the time because I love to learn. That's now, wait, that's different. Although I have to tell you, my $3,000, my my $3,500 mic, I'm going to sell because I found that a thousand dollar mic sounds better. Ah, there you go. So you saved. But
2: YOLO is a big one. We've seen that so much really in the last, gosh, three-plus years now with the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. People making decisions about got to have this, got to do that, et cetera. So present bias is a big one. Um, Status quo bias. I don't know that one. (laughs) This is my problem. Reluctance to change. Oh, I don't know. That's why I don't know that (laughs) one. Exactly. Because I got none of that. Yeah. Uh, Status quo bias can make it hard to build good financial habits because we assume we'll have to make significant changes in order to do so. In other words, nah, I kind of like having that, uh, raspberry rally girl scout cookie. I, when I could have a carrot instead, not going to change, not that. What does that have to
1: do with investing?
2: I don't know. It has everything to do with my status quo. (laughs) Um, but here's the one that impacts me the the worst. And I think a lot of investors face the same thing. Optimism bias. The habit of uh, overestimating the likelihood of a positive event and over underestimating the likelihood of a negative one. I think I suffer. Gr- In other words, I'm what do my brothers say, I, not even the rose colored glasses. I mean, I, I think the future is bright. I think things are going to work out. That's just my emotional makeup. And that is not a good thing because anytime you hire somebody, anytime you invest something, you should have a little Don McDonald in there whispering in your ear saying, Is this really going to work? Is this really the right thing to do? Because I'm yeah. not. That, oh, my you brain mean, doesn't the, work You that mean way. my theory
1: that that most of these things work right up until they don't?
2: Exactly. I mean, and so you need to be cautious. And a lot of people are not skeptical. Skeptical. Cynical. That's the, oh, that's yeah, me. Maybe, cynical. Yeah, think, yeah. Just a little bit of that. Yeah, a, little a little toss, a little, a little bit of just that a on. Little yeah. a, <laughs> exactly. a little cynicism.
1: Yeah. Goes along with that. Like a little cinnamon goes along with Exactly.
2: How about this one? I love this one. The bandwagon effect. This is huge.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: I want to. This is so
1: Everybody else is making money. Exactly. Why? Everybody made money in crypto except me. (laughs) I got to buy some.
2: Yeah. Or the meme stocks or the SPACs. Whatever thing it was. I got to be part of that bandwagon. And we see this all the time. And guess what? You're usually the last guy to invest in one of those right before it what was that thing you just said? Oh, it's good until it's not good. Right? Until it's not. Yeah. Yeah. So you're um, kind
1: of the last one in the pool and exactly. then the water's gone.
2: <laughs> Whoops. Not it's all been well. splashed
1: out. Ow.
2: And speaking of the pool, how about the anchoring effect? Our tendency to latch on to the most recent information presented to us.
1: Like the bank failed. So therefore the banks are failing.
2: I would call this recency bias.
1: That's what Zwine yeah. calls
2: it, recency bias. Yeah, like bias. it just happened, so it's this is going to continue to happen. Eh, not necessarily. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it just – and and then the bank thing, one, two, three, right? A couple banks, what's going to be the third thing to fall? These are all – Oh, and do they have that in there,
1: the rule of threes, that <laughs> everything happens not. in threes? They,
2: they should, probably should, though. That's a good bias. So what do you do if you know – and, and I, with me, I, again, I, I love the uh, – The optimism bias, because I am optimistic that I should, so when I look at things, I should be more skeptical, not cynical, uh, skeptical, but what do you do with these? Well, I do think that what I just mentioned, knowing yourself and admitting your faults. These are things, these are areas uh, I'm not the best at, so I should really have, and that brings me to number two, get help, or at least have somebody review things. You got to find somebody you can trust before you jump.
1: Well, we offer that service. Okay. I'm getting All to that. The, no, no, yeah. no. I just mean as a show, as a podcast. Bingo. I mean, yep. ongoing basis, no obligations or costs or anything. You can call us with questions yep. and, mm-hmm. uh, and a send lot them of in at do. talkingrealmoney.com. And and I don't know why more don't. You know, Before you do something, before, here's the problem. Yeah. You tend to do it and go, wait. did did i do something stupid let me check with tom and don and (laughs) if it was
2: buying an annuity you did yeah and it's probably too late and that does bring me to this other the last one of my three and that is wait sleep on things rethink things you don't be in a hurry you know my business as a soccer referee people always it's a fascinating thing i see a foul I know I'm going to blow the whistle, but I already hear from the crowd. Hey, and like I'm, I see that I'm going to call it. Take a deep breath, and but people, we have a tendency to make decisions quickly based on the wrong things. When I should be thinking, Don McDonald saying I should be a little skeptical because you can't get the rate of the market return with no other risk, right? Because right. that just doesn't happen. Doesn't so happen. So th- this is these are good things to always consider. As I said, if you really wanted to get into it. I would highly recommend Jason's book, which I'm sure is still in print, because it is so valuable. It's a great print. book. Yeah, and that would be a good place to start. But be aware of them. Know well, yourself, and don't rush into things. I think.
1: Yeah, I think the the biggest thing you can do is, uh, and it's not it's not really any of those specifics. It's just control your emotions.
0: Yeah, when it comes to money,
1: hard to d- you can Control say that. Control your emotions when it comes to money. How about to food? Okay.
2: How about to diet? How about to exercise? Uh, I, how about what? all those other things?
1: Those, those are important, but nothing's more important than the money. You need that oh, to live. the diet? You need that Come to get on. the food. You, need, you can't yeah, get the food if without the money. you overeat
2: all the time, Although, then it won't matter how much you money you have. if you want
1: to lose a lot of weight, then blow all your money so that you're really poor and you can't eat anything.
2: <laughs> okay, that gets back to the other bias there about the, the, the don't have to, anyway, to lose weight or to save money. You can start, you don't have to lose a lot. You just do something, which anyway, that's a whole other show, I guess, but okay. Fair enough. Talking you want to real
1: weight loss? <laughs> you want to take a couple questions? I'd love to take. A couple All right. Questions.
2: This question comes from Trevor in Hutchins, Texas. Don't know Hutchins. Uh, he says, I'm signing up for my company's 401k. And what is your opinion, both personal and professional, of Principal Life Insurance Company, Principal Financial Services?
1: Yeah, no. But if it's isn't your company is that a millennial plan, phrase? Yeah, no.
2: <laughs> isn't, but if it's your company plan i don't know exactly he says 28 no assets no debt a wife and two young kids well there's assets you got a wife and kids those are assets um no they might be liabilities at any rate i don't know if you're gonna have any option because if your company uses principal, which i'm sorry to hear that they do Mm -hmm. then you're kind of stuck aren't you now here's what you could do here's what you could do if the company provides a match You could save in the plan up to the match, right? Get the free money. Then you could put money either in a Roth where you could build a more diversified portfolio at lower cost, or as Don McDonald regularly points out, just a regular brokerage account. You can actually save in those places too. You can buy securities that will probably not exist in your company's plan at a lower cost and better diversified. So those are things to think about, Trevor, and great job thinking about any of this at age 28. Yeah, not enough people. I am
1: just looking at what their choices are. Um, Well, that could be a plan by plan. This cracks me up. There are four different ways to choose, or four different kinds of products to choose. You can choose. They got asset allocation choices, target date funds, fixed income funds, and investment fiduciary support.
2: Oh come Uh, on! uh What does that mean?
1: Uh huh. That means that they do fee based or only money management, but I cannot imagine what they, well, I can always look up what they charge, can't I? Well, do you Since know what
2: that, their target date funds run at the uh, principal life insurance company? Well, that's
1: what I, I was going to look at those. You're I just have so many things to look at simultaneously. 0.9, uh,
2: some ridiculous well, I'm, thing.
1: I'm, I'm trying can... to pull those up. At the same time, I pull up their ADV part two.
2: You're doing all that at one time? Are you I, I juggling know, and eating have, lunch too?
1: I have multiple screens wow, here. you're and, good, man. You're really good. Let's see. Target date funds. Target date tools principal target date fund hybrid investment options they just do make life difficult don't they then don't you get to choose between to hybrid and active investment oh, op- so yeah. hybrid i guess hybrid's better than active sure. so we'll do that Because you're going to
2: get some passive cheaper and I'm gonna, stuff
1: all right so let's see um principal asset to to, to
2: well, where's the
1: fund Gee, they don't. They do make it hard. <laughs> they do make it hard. Uh, let's. You getting the okay. message here, Trevor? Yeah. Disclosures. Hmm. Um, oh my gosh! Before they'll even tell you anything about their funds, you got to, gotta to get something? down. You got to go dig. You got to dig deep. I thought you were saying get to get down on your knees and beg for it. You have to. Okay. Finally. Oh my gosh! The expense ratios.
2: Yeah. All
1: right, Page here we nineteen. Go. Principal, let's go out to. He's nine. Let's go out to twenty. What's for him? Twenty sixty. Give him thirty five years. That's about right. Yeah. Okay. Uh the principal twenty sixty
2: target. The principal date fund. lifetime
1: wow. twenty sixty fund. Yeah. How much? 1.09% per year.
2: And, okay, what is the Vanguard? I can look it up myself. The Vanguard Yeah, you look that up because I'm All doing right. other things. You're busy. you got nine screens going on other stuff. The Vanguard 20... 2060. 2060. Gosh sakes, 2060. Hard to even imagine that year, much less invest for it. <laughs> anyway, that's... Long time down the road. Uh, Let's see the Vanguard, Vanguard, Vanguard. Twenty sixty VTTSX. Yeah, and I'm betting. I'm just betting you it's going to be like fifteen basis points.
1: Okay, I didn't place a bet, but whatever. Okay, retirement plan consulting. Now we're looking that up. You are really
2: slow. You're slow. Uh, yeah, it is. It's zero point zero eight. Oh my gosh! It was half what you said. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you just saved a lot of money. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, you get the message.
1: All right, there. Retirement Spensive. plan consulting.
2: Oh yeah, there's a the great fiduciary advice. Well, no, it's advice. not
1: actually. It's not terrible. It says ah. it's it, it, asset based fees generally are not to exceed one percent. But then you tack on the their cost funds. of the funds, yeah. and if you're if you're doing one percent on your funds. Then you're looking at total fees and expenses of the two in the two well, percent range, wait, which is there, too high.
2: There may be more because it depends on whether the plan sponsor is paying for the TPA service or you are.
1: Oh, that's true too. So that's something else possible. Could be
2: another yeah. half. Could be two and a half. So yeah, it's kind of spendy. Yeah. So as I said, Trevor, uh, know those things. Find out. Find out if there's a match. Maybe save up to the match. And then take the other money to a Roth IRA or just a regular old brokerage account. Oh, I guess it
1: depends on which R fund you have at principal. The 2060, the R1, this is, how can they do this? The R1 version is 1.55%. No. The R4 version is 1.06. And the R5 is a
2: bargain price 094 and I think if you're if you're there, you should say, are you serious? Come on. Really? Anyway,
1: Well, the, the institutional is 0.67. Ah, so
2: much better. Okay. Time for one more quick question. Sure. One more. From Portland, Oregon. Don't mm-hmm. get me started. Hi, Don and Tom. I've been uh, listening to your show and enjoying it, learning lots. My workplace retirement plan has limited options.
1: Everybody's does. Yeah.
2: And ours is the same, by the way. I've heard from both you and Paul Merriman. Remember him? We used to do something. Uh, and it's good to tilt my portfolio towards value funds for diversification. However, the expense fees, you imagine what a value tilt would cost at principal, by the way, the expense fees of the value fund, the JP Morgan equity income fund class R six is at 0.45. Aren't you glad to work where you do instead of this other poor fellow at uh, principal versus the Vanguard Institutional Index. Now, the Vanguard Institutional Index has no value tilt. That is large U.S. growth-type companies. That fund is 0.35. So he's saying, should I use both or should I just use the Vanguard Institutional Index fund because it doesn't really have that uh, that sort of tilt it doesn't well, frankly, uh, the institutional index has very little value, if any.
1: Yeah, I, I would t- again, this is one of those deals where you use your different accounts to create the best portfolio. You buy the least expensive, which are ju- usually the larger cap funds. Uh, in your retirement plan at work, and then you get your value and your small tilt at a lower price by doing things outside of your company plan, either through your IRAs, Roth or otherwise, or again, directly through a regular old brokerage account.
2: And so here's an idea, by the way, along those lines. I Personally, I would just use the Vanguard Institutional Index and then, as Don said, go outside. And you could outside, you could use either uh, Avantis has a very fine small cap value fund, A V U V as does Vanguard, the Vanguard, uh, small cap value V B R. So either of those funds would be great. You could hold those in a Roth and then you're getting tax regrowth on an asset class that has had better performance than large growth companies anyway. So great question, Lee. Thank you. And good luck to the Portland Timbers. Just kidding.
1: Wow, yeah. I'm just having so much fun. I looked up the Principal Global Multi-Strategy <laughs> yeah. Fund. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. All right. Principally hey, for them or principally princ- for you?
1: Yeah. The Principal Global Multi-Strategy Fund Class A, A, which means it's got an upfront commission.
2: I hope you're not paying in your retirement plan.
1: And annual fees. Get this. Okay. There's a commission upfront, 5% upfront. And then annual fees of 2.32% per year. What? Is that are, is anybody paying that? Yeah. They have oh, four hundred and thirty five million dollars in the fund. So people are honestly
2: 2.3? 2.3. 2. Mm-hmm. I didn't 2. think that, I thought all that had gone away. No,
1: not at insurance yeah. companies, sir.
2: That is truly outrage. That that honestly, that is the outrage of the week. That's truly outrageous crazy so there are just two, and i'll bet you out of those 400 week, 400 million how many of those people actually know it
1: uh one or two not any probably no i doubt it i mean would you stay in a fund that was 2.32 percent? No. if you came no. to you
2: and said you could own the same group of stocks for 0.2 mm-hmm. or you could own them for 2.3 what would you like Hmm. Let me think about that. I could get the gas there for a dollar. I could go across the street and get it for 20 bucks. I'll go for the $20 because that's a nice looking station. They got there.
1: Uh, It just, I do not get why uh, you really need to ask folks, ask what the costs are of these things. And if somebody says there aren't any, then, you know, they're a liar. There's a cost to everything. It. Yeah. No, everything has a right. cost. So if somebody yeah. says, no, there's no cost, then, you know, they lie. They lie. And then that tells you everything you need to know. Well, folks, we've reached our 20 minute mark. Your commute is over.
2: That's <laughs> or the walk. average length of a, a of commute. A lot of dog walking. walking. We got a lot of dog so walkers. We have so. to
1: go before you guys just turn us off and miss the best part, which is the end. Because they got
2: to go pick up the dog thing. That's part of the dog walk. Please take your Picking waist the- out with you. That's part of the whole Oh, line. that's
1: the thing you were talking about. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I thought that's, that's what you were talking about. Exactly. The, thought, the dog no, makes its contribution no about,
2: too, man. you know, so there you go. Uh,
1: if you need any help, go to talkingrealmoney.com and you get some of, of the cool you buttons.
2: Get out of some of those contributions you're making. Sorry, that was too easy. I'm we sorry. Ended it,
1: we should have ended it a minute ago. <laughs> Would have been better. So. I'm done. stinking that's up the
2: high heavens,
1: sh- all I can you. say. <laughs> <Okay>. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. We're not even talking real money